Hi everybody, this is Andy Lopez, better known as the Invisible Gardener. It's organic, the way that nature intended it. Buzz you on your chicks, white flies and fleas Help to diagnose what's wrong with your roses or trees Then up an alternative way to the disease That's the whole planet It will please so don't panic It's organic Invisible gardener, he comes to you Questions on your garden, he will answer true Control your piss compass properly to Hear your soil and make your Hi everybody, this is Andy Lopez, better known as the Invisible Gardener. Everybody, welcome to Don't Panic, It's Organic with your host, Andy Lopez, Invisible Gardener. So we have all kinds of, uh, I have uh, several workshops, so enjoy, and I'll be back next week. Take care now, bye. because I was supposed to be talking here now, and I know I taped it. But that's what happens when you do a show real late at night. You tape it, and then you miss something. So for you folks that are listening in, uh, you're not going to see all the visuals. And the folks to you that are watching it, uh, well, then you'll enjoy the visuals. And don't worry, I'll get it together. Sooner or later, I'll get it together.
Okay, this is another test. This is test number 13. Just to see what happens with the stereo. I don't know what's going on with the stereo, and I don't know anything. Okay, so everything's not working out exactly the way I planned it. <laughs> so that's called life. So uh, if I make some mistakes here, you're going to have to just get used to it. I, I guess I can't do 100% perfect. Not even moving. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. We're moving. Okay, now let's try it now. <laughs> Hi, this is Andy Lopez, Invisible Gardener. Let me show you what we're feeding these trees today. It's called rock dust. So we have asomite, and uh, it's called garden pearl. It's really called gypsum, as well as uh, a variety of other stuff, which I have already blended before I got here. Oak tree. Uh, we sprinkle it lightly around the base of the oak tree. We put it around everywhere on the property. This is the time of year for it. Here I am looking to make sure we don't have any bark beetles. You always want to do inspections. These trees are getting fed uh, the rock dust blend. There's several different types of rock dust which I blend together as well as uh, other varieties sources of minerals. And you want to also add the, the microbial life to it. So everybody here is getting it. Totally 100% organic property. Uh, the spring, the late fall, spring is one of the best times to apply the rock dust blend. You want to get a blend so that you have a wide variety of trace minerals. As you can see, we, the oak trees are doing wonderful. Uh, we have to make sure the gardeners don't over water. It's always a problem. This one here, for example, was getting overwatered because the, the plants above it. Uh, and we put it on the lawn, the rock toss on the lawn. I like to use the pelletized version. It makes it easier to apply and it does break down really nice. As you see, it works really well on the lawns. It works really well on your roses, your fruit trees. Uh, and anything you apply now will be available in the spring. So you'll have to go through the winter time to, to start to break down. Some of the things will be available in the spring, some more in the summertime. It, it takes a good year for it to break, up, break down, provided you have the natural bacteria and the microbial life needed for that. These are also some pines, pines, lava, and various different types of trees out here. Uh, as long as they don't get overwatered and they have their microbial uh, mixture to them, you, you can see it works. You'll love it. Okay, so here's some more trees that I fertilize with my organic um, rock dust mixture. These are some trees here, you see the pine trees, and they're all doing really well. Just have to make sure that they don't get all the water. Okay, so that's it for today. I'll be back again. Happy growing organic course. Bye now.
What do you want me to do? Okay, so we're going to cut a pepper up and show you how you can get a reading from a pepper. Any of these things are very juicy, so you don't really have to do any grinding with them or anything. You just take what you want, it's the liquid from it, so we just take the liquid and we rub it right on there, see, we squeeze it right on there, and there it is, see, I was coating it, coating it really nice, and then we flip it over and then we look through here. So we look through it, try to get a reading, uh, and I explain, I will explain to you the reading more. Uh, this one here has a 24. 24 is really very good, uh, I, and I explained to you last time how you determine the quality of it, so it's excellent. So not on the excellent scale, excellent would be 28 and above. So that's a reading level on the refractometer. If you remember last show, I showed you how the how you, you can tell. So let's do another one. And so what you want to do is you want to clean this up really well. Just clean it up. Ideally, what you normally do is you take a little bit of water and you just run it over to clean it up a little bit. The water should be either distilled water or plain ordinary, uh, the clean water, where you get it from. Don't want to use water with minerals in it or city water because you'll get a different reading. So you clean it all up there and it was, let's say, let's pick a strawberry. Strawberries are perfect, eat one of those fruits. They're very juicy, very juicy, very easy to do. You don't have to do anything with it. Just squeeze the juice on it. There it is, see the strawberry juice. See, that's the strawberry, right? See? Flip the top back on again, there you go. It's flat, and then you look through it. And this one over here, it's at uh, a 30, which is really, really good for a strawberry. Really very good, so it's that excellent. So this strawberry here was grown organically. And it's delicious. Okay, so let's try, let's try one more thing. So what we want to do is we want to get just run a little bit of water over it, get rid of water. Always try to get a, you get a, a weird reading. Clean it all up and everything. And these analogs are like waterproof. You can soak the whole thing in water. Very hard to, to break. You can drop them and probably break them that way, or smash them and break them that way. So I, get, I want to get, a, get it all wiped off. You want to not have any, see how it's still wet? So you want to clean it all up a little bit, really, really nice. Don't do like I used to do in the old days, spit on it, that's not, not cool. <laughs> okay, so we'll do, we'll do this one. So again, this is, these are, I gave you these examples because these are already juicy. They're already, see, they're already juicy. And you don't really have to do anything, you just put it right, rub it right on there. And then flip it over, and you do the same thing. You look through it, and you say, well, what's reading is that? Now this one here is at a lower, lower reading and it's like 15. So what, what it tells me that it's probably not organically grown. If it was organically grown, the person didn't have, understand about minerals. Remember the higher the bricks level, the higher the mineral level. Now it's a little bit, a little bit misleading because you think you, if you have a 32, you will not going to have bugs. But the problem is that you need 96 different trace minerals. You're missing any one of those trace minerals that bugs will come around. Okay, so then we're going to go on to the little bit harder, hard, harder method. I mean, it's going to be harder, and I'll show you why, okay?
So we're going to do arugula, which is something similar to your lettuces and stuff like that. Now normally, you could take a, anything green and you can just rub it right on there. And as you'll see that some of the chlorophyll will come up, come across just by squeezing it on there. You can get yourself a garlic press, any any way of squeezing it. And you see, if you squeeze it enough, the chlorophyll will go right on there without even having to... But what I do sometimes, I'll take a motor and pistol and I would do the, the do this thing to it and smash it down, smash it down. And that's what I would have to do for lawns and roses. Then I would take a little bit of the tiny drop of distilled water. It's just a little bit of distilled water, and I would turn it into a green, a green liquid. To smash it down in, smash it, smash, smash, smash. Eventually, you'll have this green little green liquid. That's there. You see the green liquid? See it? See it? That's the green liquid. So you take that green liquid, 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 and you, and you just pour the green liquid down into the plant. Because right now, you see those eyes, you can just take it like this and squeeze it right onto the plant, onto the, and here, there is your green liquid. See, that's perfect. See that? Perfect. That's your green liquid that you want to test. You do that with lettuces, uh, all your vegetables. And there you go, and then you can take a look through here. And you go, it's at uh, 20, which is not bad, not perfect. It should be like 28. So again, remember that the higher the bricks level, the better the mineral content. But it's misleading because you could have a lot of calcium in this thing, a lot of iron. It will still give you a higher bricks reading. So that's one reason why you have to concentrate on trying to get a wide range of minerals into your garden. The secret to a healthy organic garden is have a wide range of minerals, a micro, a biologically active highly mineralized soil. It's what you want. Then the plants will get it. And that's it for today. Uh, we're going to be uh, doing a few more things, so don't go away. Hi! <laughs> Sorry, I can't help it. What? What do you want? Please, oh, help me! Oh, God. Birds are nice. Hi, coming up next, I'm gonna be talking to you about roses. I'm gonna show you how to use a refractometer to, to get a reading. By the way, you can do a reading on the flowers, or you can do a reading on the leaves. Separate reason, I'll go over that with you. I'm gonna, we're gonna convert this rose bed to the most amazing roses you've ever seen. <coughs> I've already started working on them. They look a little brighter than before. I'm gonna show you what to do to the soil what to feed them, how to take care of them, okay? There you go. See? I don't think it shows up the colors as well. It will. Like this one over here. This is beautiful.
Hi, so coming up next, one of our future shows, I'm going to be showing you how to use a refractometer on the lawn and how to read the grass, the grass blades. I'm going to show you what to feed it, how to water train your lawn, and how to have a beautiful organic lawn. And by the way, these videos are brought to you by my videographer, Rico. Hi, Rico. Thank you. idea what I was doing last night. <laughs> I could have sworn I went this over, over the sink. I was up until three o'clock at night. So there might be some things changes going on here. So enjoy it anyway. First thing we did, we planted some mycetum already about two weeks ago. It popped up already, it came up already. So that's good, that means some mycetum is growing underneath here. And this is mycelium, come and take a look, I'll show you. That's the mycelium. This is mycelium. See, it's growing right under here, off, off, the, off the wood part, mycelium. Okay, so that's what we want to encourage to grow. Okay, thank you. This is what we want growing here. See, this is mycelium. This is mycelium, and we want to encourage more of this to grow. Okay?
Traditional casting, Chaguano, Sex Farm. This was called Fox Farm. It has uh, compost spores, Chaguano peat moss, Pacific Nowhere, Seagull, Fishing Emulsion, Crab Meal, Shrimp Meal, Earthworm Casting, Candy Loam, Paralyzed, Fossilized, Chaguano, Branded Dutch, and we can cover them with Mexico's.
my microphone seems to be going up and down, so it means that you know, my voice must be going across. So good. But otherwise, I'm just reading the actual sound, which is, which is this one. So, for those of you that are watching the video version of it,
I'm better known as Invisible Gardener. Today I'm here as Eagle Cat. You know, they do uh, video blogging. So this is a my video blog. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm weird. What do you say? <laughs> oh, there's a butterfly. Where does that butterfly go? My like, I like butterflies. Yeah. I saw a black butterfly the other day. Then on TV I saw a black butter butterfly movie that came out. Really cool, ain't it? There was a butterfly over there. Oh, where do butterflies go? All these butterflies everywhere. I love butterflies. Okay, so today I'm going to talk to you about trees. Uh, I started t doing a show in uh, 
1970 called It's the Trees. It's the trees, the trees. Oh, what happened? My voice went, hello, testing? What am I doing? Oh, it looks, wow, kind of weird. I lost everything. Oh, there it is. I'm back again. <laughs> I had that flash, you know. It says, all of a sudden, I just, ooh. Right. Anyway, it's called, I call it It's the Trees. And I started talking about trees, um, 1970, and explaining to people importance of trees. So I kind of moved on now to the importance of the soil. After all, the trees are growing in the soil. And if you want to have happy, pest-free, disease-free trees, you need living soil. Actually, what you need is top soil. No top soil, no trees. Actually, no people, no living things, no animals. In my uh, recent articles, past year or so, I've been talking about mycelium, the importance of mycelium and how mycelium is a way that uh, it's it's, a, it's the start and the end of the of the uh, of the life cycle, starting the, the beginning and the end of the food chain. Uh, everything we do it happens on the on the planet. The living things all get recycled by the mycelium, and it's how, one way that uh, I talk a lot about how trees communicate. The mycelium is like the web of life. It's like the internet of the soil. Really interesting. And most people don't unaware that the you know that the climate change, in part, is caused by the misuse or rather the destruction of the topsoil. Forty percent of the world's topsoil has been destroyed within the last hundred years but through farming techniques, bad farming techniques, you know, uh, techniques where you destroy the, the soil, you raise cattle, or you uh, destroy the soil and you do uh, cities, <laughs> or you destroy the soil and you do uh, roads, or you simply destroy the soil by adding toxins to it. And recent articles have been telling people that millions and millions of trees are dying from bark beetles and a variety of other pests. The articles suggest, well, look at trees that are not being attacked and we can plant more of them. Sorry, that's partly true, but not exactly. You're still missing the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room is the soil. Here's something interesting you all should know. One of the reasons why city trees are dying faster than trees in the forest is topsoil. No topsoil in the city. Now in the forest you have topsoil but there's something that has been changed throughout okay so throughout the years, throughout the millions of years that's, that the forest has been around animals, oh there I go again wow look at that <laughs> something makes me want to just stare at this I can't, I can't, oh there you go, must be the drugs, I'm doing too many drugs yeah, oh, I know I know what I'm doing. I don't do drugs. I don't do drugs. But <laughs> I do like pretty sparkly things, and I, my consciousness just sort of floats away like it just did a moment there ago. But throughout the millions of years, the forest has been recycling. Topsoil builds up. But the key here is animals. Oh, there I go again. I really got to stop doing this. I don't know why. Maybe maybe it just puts it out. Maybe it's just a machine, can't handle it. Maybe it's butterflies. But anyway, it's animals. 
there, there was an abundance of animals coming and going through the forest. Animals lived and died and returned to the forest. Animals poo-pooed and returned the, the microbes into the forest. The forests now are a small fraction of what they used to be in the past. The animals are not traveling from one place to another. They're not bringing minerals and microbes from one place to another. They're pretty much stuck in there, and there's less and less of them. There's less and less birds. Road kills alone kills millions and millions of animals. So there's less animals, less birds, to recycle everything back again. The idea of remineralization is very, very important. But here's the thing that's more important. Is you can't just put minerals in the soil. You have to have the microbes. The mycelium has to be there to eat it. That's the way it works. In this, most people don't realize that carbon dioxide, mycelium, in the process of providing minerals to the plants and the, and the trees, takes in carbon dioxide and binds it into the soil. Carbon resesquation, I think is called. Resesquation, I can't say, say it. <laughs> it basically, oh, there he goes again. <laughs> okay, you just have to wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Ah, there you go, I'm back. <laughs> so, the process of mycelium basically takes minerals in whatever form they're in, and through the process, of, it takes carbon and makes an acid out of it, and then in the process it releases the uh, minerals, and the minerals are returned to the, are then distributed through the, the web that mycelium has to the plants, to the trees, remember the root systems? They grow in there, they're intertwined with the mycelium. The root hairs have mycelium on them, which then transfers of minerals to the trees. See, simple. But if you put rock dust on, there's no mycelium there, no microbes. The rock dust will stay there for millions and millions of years. And that tree would not have any way to get the minerals. Chemical fertilizers are, are not a complete food. Chemical fertilizers are more toxic than good. Chemical fertilizers cause a variety of problems. They kill the beneficials in the soil. Whenever I tell people you don't have the good guys and the bad guys in the same place. The good guys is the mycelium. So the problem that's happening now that's happening now with the millions and millions of trees, there's two things going on. One is the cities, all around the cities, trees are dying left and right because there's no topsoil. There's no, the process that they are used to getting the nutrition from is not there anymore. And so, yeah, they get some food from the very air, from things you know being dumped around them. Fertilizers has to some extent as food. It's like eating sugar, eating candy. You can only eat that for so long. You need to have a good diet. You need to have the minerals. It's a trace mineral deficiency that's happening. A combination of the, the drought-causing stress, a combination of humans um, taking the underground water, because normally you have a drought, you have the underground water that they survived off of. Now they don't even have that. So they get a combination of stress from all over the place, toxins being dumped to the side. Human beings are very, very stressful. So the key here is to bring, is to, okay, we have a problem with the, the climate. That's something we're going to have to deal with. I can talk to you about that endlessly, how to deal with that. But right now we're going to talk about the soil and the trees and what you have to do. I, I work a lot with homeowners. That's a big area right there. Homeowners, do, gardeners have the faintest idea about topsoil. They look at, I went to a place the other day and said, what's wrong with my tree? And I'm looking at it and I'm going, mm, no topsoil. When's the last time you applied rock dust compost to mulch? Huh? Really? See what I'm saying? 
So you should be, you need to bring the topsoil back to life. The only way you can bring it back to life is by adding it to it. We've been taking, we took it away, we need to bring it back. We need to put rock dust, compost, and mulch. Ideally, you want to make, put the rock dust in the compost while you're making it. But if you can't, then you buy a good source of compost that you know is alive, has been made properly, not the suicide stuff, right? And you, if you and you add the rock dust, to, normally when people make compost, they don't they don't understand about adding rock dust. Let alone cities, stuff like that, who are making compost in, in large scale, or a person who makes compost company and makes compost in a large scale. Very rarely do I, I find them adding rock dust to it. And I go, well, where do they think they get the minerals from? What's going on? So you want to be doing that. You want to get a couple of different sources of rock dust, blend them together because a blend of rock dust is better. Add the comp uh, put a thin layer of rock dust down, a thin layer of compost, and a thin layer of mulch. You do that on a regular basis, your soil will slowly build up. The other thing you need to do with your trees, you need to do deep watering. It's better to underwater than overwatering. City water's got chemicals in it that can kill the beneficials. See what I'm saying? So you want to uh, provide deep watering. Trees only need a good deep watering, say, once a week at the most. That's if you, if you have bad soil. If you have good topsoil, once a month is a good deep watering deep, uh, drip system. You install what I call tree vents. They, they're clay, they're, I use clay drain pipes because I like the clays. Clay is paramagnetic. really helps a lot. But you can use um, the PVC pipe, three feet, goes down the ground, make sure it has holes on the side. Inside, you put your rock dust, compost, and mulch. And, if you, and ideally, in the compost, you also want to make sure you're adding the mycelium and the microbes to it. And if you make compost without manure, you're not going to have the microbes in it. That's one of the things you need to, add, to know about. It's co making compost, you have to add some type of animal manure. The, blend, the more the blend of animal manure, the better. So... The key here to the, the, helping these trees is to, there's a short-term and a long-term solution. The short-term solution is reduce the stress. If it's being attacked by the borer, there are many things you can do to control the borer, to, to kill the borer in the tree, and to control it from coming back. Uh, in the short-term solution, you want to get, uh, the way you reduce the stress is you get the minerals and the food into the plant. The way you do that is by foliar spraying. You spray the tree with a really nice a compost tea. It's very good. That's one reason why it works so well. It has the microbes in it, provided you make compost correctly. One of my next shows, uh, uh, talks here, it's going to be how to make compost correctly. Plus, I'm also going to talk to you about certain things that you can do to control the, the bark beetle. As you can do your stuff, how to make the foliar sprays. So we're going to be doing a lot of this stuff. I'm going to do a little bit every day, about five minutes every day, a little talk about what's going on in the environment. And every Sunday, I'm going to be here talking to you about what you and I can do together. So that's basically it for today. Uh, make sure that you know that you um, don't overwater your trees. Overwatering soaks the soil, kills the soil, is very, very bad. Okay. So basically, you understand you have to have a good topsoil. So, so for some of you that don't know uh, what, what I do, one of the things I do is I run a club. Uh, besides uh, this radio show, uh, uh, the club is called Club IG, stands, starts, stands for Invisible Gardener Club, Invisible Gardener. Um, 
And uh, as a member, you get to have access to all my books. They're in the uh, PDF format. The books are available on Kindle if you want to buy them from Kindle. You know, I can't give them to you in the Kindle format. Uh, my books are also available from Amazon in, in the PDF version. But you get them for free as a member. And so, uh, you know, as I mentioned before, I do uh, natural, I do monthly, I do natural spray service. Uh, I'm also a natural arborist. I can help people keep trees healthy simply by making the soil healthy, believe it or not. That's that's very important. And so I'm an organic consultant. I charge $250 an hour for my time, but for my members, it's free. It's just, right now, it's free. Uh, and you use, it, it's normally $55 for a lifetime. You get my $20 book. Or if you don't want, you just want to do, you know, totally digital, you can get it. Uh, $20 for a lifetime, you get, you know, it's a digital membership. You get access to all my uh, my books in the PDF version. Of it. You know, but uh, as a as a member, you can talk to me anytime, whether it's on the radio show here, or whether it's on uh, through email or through the newsletter. Lots of different ways. We have an organic hotline that you can call me and talk to me. See, so that's what it's all about. Me helping you to uh, do your thing much, and, you know, be happy to grow your uh, soil. That's where grow your produce and your vegetables. I also do soil testing so that you need a laboratory to send your stuff to. You can, I, I can provide you with those services. I'm very heavy into remuneration. I'm happy to explain to you where I get all my products from. That's what the show is about, showing you where I buy things, where I get some. I have no, no secrets from you, okay? I not only teach permaculture or biodynamics, but I also teach a variety of other systems that I have worked on myself for, for centuries, right? Uh, at, at the organic fertilizations, we, do, do, we don't use any chemical fertilizers whatsoever. None of that. Never will, will never have, never will. Uh, and when I spray, so I told you, natural organic products doesn't hurt a bee or anything. Our show is right here on bbsradio.com. You get to it through my website, visiblegardener.com. Okay, so we're, I'm here every Saturday for you. You can email me, Andy Lopez at visiblegardener.com. If you have questions, that's another way you can talk to me, you know. Uh, uh, coming up, in, uh, right after the show on Station 2, is a cosmic spaceship. So you want to tune into that. Make sure you have your headphones on. Uh, in the place to relax place it also shows you my hard work that I create okay please visit me on Facebook uh, Twitter Instagram uh, YouTube I have over 500 600 videos on YouTube uh, so join and subscribe okay and uh, I, all my videos are there for you to go through you have any questions uh, you have the book you have questions you bet you know you can talk to me about it that's what I'm here for okay uh, so don't panic it's organic I'll be back again uh, next week every Saturday I'm here just for you if you want to call me on my show uh, there, there's the phone numbers there on the website uh, what numbers to call to, or you can use Zoom you can you, can, uh, you, uh, you also use Zoom uh, pretty soon I'm going to go to a format where I'll be able to talk to you uh, rather than have it recorded so part of it's going to be recorded part of it's going to be live just to talk to you so um Pay a visit to invisiblegardener.com and join today. Take care of yourself, bro. Bye. Well, don't go away, guys. Uh, Cosmic Space should be coming up in about a minute or two. Probably going to be the best show I've ever done, so I know some of you are just going to show up for the, for the show. <laughs> That's good, okay. Cosmic 
Lots of fish is coming up next. Make sure you fasten your seatbelts and all that good stuff.